0: Hello everyone, I'm Eric D'Souza, and you are listening today to Crime Writers of Canada's podcast, where we discuss all things crime fiction with crime writing authors from coast to coast. Joining me today from the middle of Canada, Winnipeg, uh, we have author Joel Nadecki. Hi Joel, how are you today? Hi, I'm good. Thanks for having me. Um, this is actually the second time we've had you not on our podcast, but as an interview. Um We'll get to that a little bit, but uh, today, let me start with a bio. Uh, Joel is a teacher and a writer from Winnipeg. His short stories have appeared in Punk Noir, Urban Pigs Press, and Guilty Crime Story Magazine. His novel, The Broken Detective, was nominated for an award of excellence for Best Unpublished Manuscript, sponsored by ECW Press. I'm delighted to say that his book will be released in 2025, and more information will come soon. Because we've chatted about The Broken Detective before, uh, I'll leave a link to the previous interview in these notes. Today, we're going to focus on short stories, because for one thing, I haven't talked about short story writers in the podcast yet, and Canada is filled with many brilliant crime short story writers. Uh, Well, first question then for you, Joel, when it comes to short stories, I know it's hard to make money being a novelist, but I'd say it's probably a lot harder even to write short stories. So why do you choose to write them?
1: Yeah, no, you're right about that. I think with, um, I mean, some of the presses do pay a little bit, but definitely nothing close to the kind of money you need to uh, to survive. Um, but for me, it's a combination of things. I think I think it started as a way to get my name out there a little bit, Short stories are obviously uh, quicker to write, and I just like the idea of of having something come to fruition, getting it out there, um, trying to find a home for it, and then having it released all in, I don't know, a number of weeks or uh, a couple months, as opposed to with novels, sometimes it's it's years before you get responses from, from uh, publishers and requests for manuscripts and things. So it started with me just trying to get my name out there and just trying to meet people. Uh, so many people will comment and email you and get a hold of you on social media, and I've I've met a lot of people from all over the world who write short stories and novels, and it's it, it it's just a great feeling to be part of uh, that community.
0: And uh, looking at the three places that you've been published, um, it's like you said, it's not just a Canadian thing; it's um, an international thing. But where where do you even find these public? these publishers and presses
1: there's a few that are i guess you could say well known in the indie crime fiction community um places like shotgun honey which i actually just got an acceptance for there so i'll have a short story out there in about a month um I belong to a group on Facebook with uh, a few crime writers that are about what I would say at my um, place in my, in my writing career. So we share different uh, calls for submission and there's a good number of, of publishers who, some of them do novels as well. Some just do short fiction that routinely every few months will open up to submissions um, and they're actually doing some pretty cool things. I'm going to be in an anthology coming up too. probably about a week or two, it's going to be out. So that'll be available for purchase, um, from Hoosier Noir, which is, uh, a press out of Indiana. So yeah, just a bunch of different places. You find them, you talk to people and you just try and see what works. The UK has got a ton. Uh, there's some in Canada too, but I think primarily the US and UK are probably the big markets
0: um well you were kind enough to share three of those short stories with me uh and i saw sort of a, one a common theme maybe of the lone male uh within sort of an outsider uh, they're in different locations they're in different age groups um but let's start with million miles of fun i know you were telling me it's not necessarily maybe let's call it crime adjacent <laughs> it's a little different um so in that in that character um again sort of tries to stay just a little bit out of society. And I've noticed that with all three of those characters, is that something you're intentionally trying to do?
1: I don't know if it's intentional. I actually don't know. I, I feel like you're, you're correct that a lot of the characters who I love watching or my favorite characters and TV shows are, are somewhat like that. I, I think. So I, I guess it just enters into my writing and my thinking and whatnot but I wouldn't say it's intentional, but, um, I think I've always been interested just in the idea of being a part of something, but then at the same time, being outside of that. And I, I've always been intrigued by these little communities within the the larger whole. So subcommunities where, I don't know, people exist in a certain in a certain part of society. Um, that just separates them a little bit, whether it's through a specific sport or whether it's through a career they do or a, a group they belong to, a problem they have. I just think it's really interesting how we all belong to this society or community within our home cities and provinces and countries, but then we belong to subcultures as well. And that's just something that intrigues me. So I guess the lone male thing is is part of... Um, uh, just where my early ideas came from um it's funny you say that too because my the book i'm working on now my <laughs> most recent novel it's it's actually a, a lone uh, a woman who's kind of going on a mission of sorts so i think um i don't know maybe i'm trying something different
0: well, that's the creative side of us right we always have to try something a little bit different <laughs> uh, i know with million miles of fun um With that story, I don't want to say too much, but the protagonist is purposely trying to stay outside a little bit, avoiding the news. And to tell you the truth, when I get stressed, I do the exact same thing. But um, Sean, in this case, is committed to it, uh, of really just staying on the outside of it uh, to the point of detriment. Um, Is it something you would ever consider doing?
1: That's a good question. Um, I think that when you are creating characters, and finding stories, whether it's a novel or a short story. For me, a short story, I like it because it's like you get a an image or something or an idea, just a short piece of, of something, and then you run with it. You don't need as much as you do in a in a longer piece. But for that one, I was sort of thinking, very much like you, like I I will avoid the news sometimes, whether it's well, especially any type of comments on social media, I, I don't read at all. Um And even watching the news or reading the paper, I go through times where I'm interested in something. So I follow, but otherwise I, I try to um, limit the amount of information I take in. I I think it's very overwhelming. Um, I see a lot of young people who have only lived in this world where they don't even know what it was like pre cell phone. (laughs) So I feel like for them, this is just normal to be bombarded Mm -hmm. with all this information. And Sean in the story he has made a decision where he's willing to sacrifice relationships and parts of life like that in order to be, I think in a more peaceful place where he can do what he likes to do and then just exist.
0: Perfect. Uh, a very, I don't know, adjacent, but quite different characters will from one cold moment. Um, he for very good reasons probably is distancing himself from his son um, and his son very much wants to be in but I, again i don't want to say too much about the story at all but obviously it's a relationship between this man and his son um it, are we were you trying to make a comment on parenting or or maybe i'm reading too much into these things
1: <laughs> no 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 for sure that one that one definitely was more intentional um i just find it really interesting too how I don't know. In that in that particular story, Will is—I mean—he's a criminal. He's been in prison for a lot of of his son's life. His son is in high school, um, so he's missed a lot of his life. But he's also aware of—I think—where he stands with his with his family, and part of what I wanted to maybe explore with that one is this idea of having a child who is just so much different than you and then how you manage that with who you are you know do you put pressure on them to become like you do you let them do whatever they want um and then can you find a place in the middle where you're so much different than this person who is your your family you're i mean you love them but can you find a middle ground to form a relationship or is that just not possible? So I guess that's what I was trying to do with that one. And the crime part of it is, is the backdrop.
0: Well, let's talk about Go With God. I don't know, I don't want to say I have a favorite, but if you force me to, I'd probably say of the three you sent me, I really enjoyed Go With God. Um, Again, sort of dealing with parenthood though, Uh, you know, an absent father in this case, but being raised by a grandfather who's as tough as nails and you write really good characters. And I think with short stories too, one of the essential things you have to do is create characters relatively fast yeah, uh, um, and describe them relatively fast, uh, whereas a novel might take a page. Uh, So uh, where was the inspiration between that story?
1: That one came from the idea that um, you could do something wrong for someone's own good. So I don't want to give away the ending if anybody is interested in reading it, but the call from the press was to do with stories, something about life in dirt. So it was supposed to be these gritty stories. And for me, I saw that as maybe a rural story. Um, the idea of the grandfather, I, I just like this idea of, of people who, who, again, they kind of live, I don't know if off the grid, but just in a way... That is immune to time where the grandpa works with his hands and he considers that to be a fundamental part of being a a human being. And he he's very simple in that way, but um, his grandson is young, right? So he's coming up in a different world and he doesn't know his own father in that story. So that's, that's where that one started. But um, yeah, I don't know. I I think I'm just interested in relationships, parent, child, um loners on the outside the periphery um issues to do with with uh drug and alcohol abuse also interest me a lot and I think that's another I've been told before that's a a thread that runs through some of my stories so um yeah those are all definitely uh parts of it
0: so what comes first then the the story and you find a home for it or do you like have a call out and she's like I could write something for that
1: you know, it's gone both. It's gone both ways. I, I've written for calls before um, where I've gotten in. Sometimes you don't get in as well. And then sometimes um, I'll just write a short story and then try to find a home for it. So yeah, it goes both ways. It's very much like writing a novel too. There's lots of rejection, but um, you do get used to it a little bit and you start to look at it differently. You start to think, okay, um, either I can find another home for this, play, for this story or... Uh, maybe there's something that needs to change in the story too. Uh,
0: Well, Joel, I loved all three of the stories. Um, True short stories, uh, you know, like no word is wasted. It's, it's, uh, you know, trim, uh, beautifully written. And I've good news for everyone listening to it. Um, I'll put the links to, as long as you don't mind, of course, I'll put the links to all three of these uh, short stories uh, so you can find them in their press. And they're actually surrounded by other good short stories that uh, if you're, enjoy short stories, I think you would enjoy not only these three short stories, but uh, some of your peers also. So it was a pleasure talking to you, Joel.
1: Yeah. Thanks for having me on. I appreciate it.
0: And I look forward to reading more of your writing. Awesome. Thanks. (laughs)